Welcome, everybody, to the first episode of the Golden Ticket Podcast. My name is Jimmy. I'm joined here by Reese Sanders and Isaiah Dunn. And we're kicking off this podcast to provide a platform for athletes, specifically these two, around the country. Guys? That's good. What's up? Reese, you can can go before me. (laughs) Hi, I'm Reese Sanders. I'm on the women's track and field team um, at the University of Notre Dame. I'm happy to be here. I thought that this podcast um, would be really, really great for athletes all over the world, especially Notre Dame, um, even high school students who are looking to play in college or some of the topics that we want to cover will also be valuable information for high school athletes. So whether you choose to go keep going or not. I agree 100%. I'm Isaiah Dunn. Um, I play football here at Notre Dame. Uh, I, I decided to do this podcast with these great people um, because I feel like, like Reese said, I mean, the athletic side of things, but also as a student in general, going to college, um, to be able to talk about different situations and uh, find relatable topics that hopefully can help each individual. Um, and yeah, I mean, Reese kind of covered my, my little oh, topic, that's my- but it's okay. Uh, my name's Jimmy. I'm a student here at Notre Dame. Not an athlete, but it's okay. Um, yeah, I'm doing it with these guys. I'm really excited. And so at first, we're just going to start. Uh, they're going to introduce themselves more in depth. Um, they'll be on here every show. And then uh, we're going to talk about identity. So like the identity of being a student athlete. So wants to start yeah so identity identity is, is huge nope introduce yourself oh what do you mean <laughs> i was going to oh okay. this is great what the wait what all right you're good you're good what am i saying you're good no no you got um, it okay you got it. um well yeah we wanted to start the podcast with identity because um my whole life i grew up as an athlete my whole family are at like my whole family um are athletes and wait no that doesn't make sense sorry how do I say we might have to cut this, but you come from an athletic family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hi, my name is Reese Sanders and I come from an athletic family. Um Yeah, so my whole life I've just been grown up grown around or grown up around sports. And it started to become who I was, especially in high school. And uh I couldn't go anywhere really without conversations either being about track, what I was doing on the track. Um fortunately in high school I was really um, successful in my track career, which kind of, you know, buzzed up my, I don't know how to say this. Your name? Yeah. I mean, buzzed up my name. I was a four-time state champion by the time. <laughs> say it again. Say it no. again. <laughs> by the time my, you know, my high school career was over and one of the state championships was the first team state championship in history. And I was able to help bring us a state championship home so wherever i would go wait four time four time wherever i would go yeah no it's really awesome but wherever i would go it's like you gonna win a state championship this year uh how's the team going or you know everything was about track especially those people that really don't know who you are truly that's all they know you as and that kind of becomes who you are so i'd walk around as you know the track star um and then that kind of which is a topic I want to talk about later is like, then it puts pressure on me because now I'm thinking about my performance and it's like, what if I do bad? 
am I no longer that? Do I lose my identity? Do I, whatever it is, you know? So I don't know if that even was a good start, but we'll, we'll get into that more in a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hi, Isaiah again. Uh, so I played, I played football here, like I said, but I also played other sports as well. Um, basketball and I ran track too. I was not a four time state champion though. <laughs> so I was not known as, you know, the track star. But I would say with the whole identity thing, I think it's a great um, start of opening up a podcast because um, like, I feel like other students that maybe don't play sports might find their identity in grades or in other um, hobbies that they feel strongly about. That might be where their identity is. And um, I know for me, like if I didn't perform at my very best, when I, like every time I, I went out there, which is an unrealistic goal, but mm-hmm. I, I would feel like necessarily I wasn't enough or vice versa if i played really well i might do the opposite i might get a little bit conceited um mm-hmm. and so i i think this is a, like it's it's a interesting topic because i think it, it, you need to find that balance of if i play good or bad it, um that doesn't determine me as a person right you know and so um for me I, like i have a strong faith so my 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 turning point was god like that's my strong foundation but for other people it might be different, but I think they need to find their firm identity in something that is always consistent to them. Love it. It's who you are, not what you do, right? Facts. So I'm Jimmy. Um, I'm a retired athlete. <laughs> I uh, Narp. Yeah. Took. <laughs> Sorry. Took it. Isaiah, do you want to finally tell him what I, it is? No, I want to. I want to. I'm gonna let him soak it in a little bit. And it's not a negative term, but it's it's not a negative term, but like it's funny. You say it to like poke fun. Poke fun. So, <laughs> but there are many narps listening, I'm sure, and they are awesome people. Some of my best I'm friends here. I'm not saying that. Some of my best friends here are narps. My Shout best out to friends them too. And I think that a whole episode about narps would be great. Yeah, love you. So I um yeah I'm a retired student athlete. Um played baseball uh pretty much my whole life i basketball as well um for a bit in high school and then junior uh senior year i started rowing um Mm. so i scald in rowing which is like it's like two oars at the same time if you're familiar um and i was i you were that guy no (laughs) Hence why I'm retired. <laughs> I did get third at our state championships, though. Heck yeah. Senior year. There you go. Um, in rowing? In rowing, yes. Oh, yeah. But I decided to uh, go out with a victory and retire from... Go with a bang, okay. From, yeah, I know. Uh, that's great. From sports. Um, love sports. I miss it. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I go to Notre Dame. Um, I study film and television and... American studies mm-hmm. where I'm look to do a lot of sports media. So a lot of stuff like this and I really enjoy it and I'm very excited to get the golden ticket going. Yeah. So let's get into identity. Um, obviously like Reese was talking about and both mm-hmm. of you guys talking about, there's a lot of pressure when you are playing sports, especially at a high level now. Yeah. Um, what's like, 
I'm trying to think it like the best way to word it, but what's like the best way to handle, I guess, the pressure that you feel on a daily basis? Right. The pressure. I'd say in high school, I felt the pressure more, for sure. In my head, I was like, I need to run in college. I need good times. Mm -hmm. Talk to all these schools. Uh, In high school, like, relationships weren't as two-sided in a way. I feel like I lived two lives here with, like, the student life and the athlete life, with my friends being um, LARPs and... No, I mean, not all of them, but, uh, like, I live with NARPs. My roommates are NARPs. And and then there's the athlete side, which it's nice being able to have, like, two identities, I guess, here in a way. But in high school, the pressure was intense for me, especially with just high standards. And then, again, everybody really knowing me as a track star. So I didn't want to let anyone down. And so how do I deal with it? I think just working really hard in hopes that, my work my hard work is enough and trusting that god will have a plan for me in the end um and i'm a big believer on like god has a reason for everything so yep me too so i just trusting in that and then just working as hard as i can to make sure i'm not failing you're not failing anyone thanks good guy jimmy thanks Was, are you good? Yeah, I'm okay, good. I didn't want to cut you no. off. That was beautiful. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, I would say, I don't know which one I feel the more pressure towards. Um, I feel like in college, there's a lot more isolation. Mm-hmm. So at least for me, there's a lot more time to think um, like about my, like the, the road I'm traveling. Um, that, that can be like, there's some pros and cons to that. Um, Luckily for Notre Dame, like there's like a sports psychology um, that we have here um, that I attend to. I mean, it's helped me a lot with my whole identity. If like if I was having a bad practice before, I would just like it would ruin my whole my whole day. Or mm-hmm. and it's like I knew it was unhealthy, so I wanted to try to figure out why. And so it's kind of like stepping out of your comfort zone, um, finding ways to self improve. Um, and similar to you, Reese, like I'm big big faith mm-hmm. believer um so like uh like notre dame is a great spot for mm-hmm. um whatever faith or religion you believe in i mean there's right they have options open for that's that's what makes this place so beautiful but um yeah so i mean like coming here surrounding yourself with people that are always striving to be the best versions of themselves like my teammates is super helpful mm-hmm. and i've also visited the psychology department i think that my transition here, um, as I said, I was a state champ, right? Four time. Four you, time. <laughs> you Subtle here? flex. Subtle flex. Three, not two, <laughs> and not one, four. The four thing time. is, I don't even see it as big anymore. How many years are you? Everyone here is a state champion. Like, I am not like everyone on my team has the same exact experience. So, Well, that's it, why you're D1. <laughs> right, right. And it's a hard transition because you come from being the best from where you are. And then you come with like a million people that are just as good as you or even better. And it is a really hard, hard transition. And so, yes, I also visit the psychology, trying to figure out my identity. Because then I feel like I'm failing. I'm like, wait, this is my identity. Why are there so many people with the same identity doing the same exact things as me? So, yeah, I had to go to the psychology uh, resources for that. It's really helpful. I'd also get super nervous before my race, uh, specifically the 800. 
and I would throw up right before I got get online. My trainer saw. She was like, "That's not cool. We need to psychologically figure this out." <laughs> so I also got help in that. So yeah, no, I really love those resources as well. And yeah, all religions. All religions are welcome. I know so many people. Yeah, from different backgrounds. Okay. How about you? Wait. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy, what, what's your identity now? Think that you are, or like, who I... do you say you are? Like, we're just now learning about each other. Yeah. I want to put this in the background. So, Jimmy, like, we want to learn about you. Yeah. I'd say definitely uh, I'm a junior now, so since freshman year, like the last two years, I figured a lot more about, out about myself than I really knew at all, mm-hmm. like growing up, partially because I was home all the time, and the most time I ever spent away was when I went to summer camp, which Where? Culver. Over. Over. Yup. Where's um, Culver? It's like an hour south. And for those that don't know, it's like a military academy school. It's a military academy school. Oh, so I didn't know that. So yeah, thank see, you. See, that's a very, that's a big deal. It's a very yeah. awesome thing. My cousin actually attends there. He's from Florida. So people from all over the world go to this academy. Shameless plug. Um, but uh, so that in high school, I could have gone there for school, mm-hmm. which my brothers did. And it would have been a very different experience just being away from home, living on your own, mm-hmm. kind of doing that. So since I went to camp, I enjoyed camp so much that I wanted to, like, finish it. So I went for nine summers, which is, like, the most you could go. And so I stayed home for high school, and I went to, like, a uh, Catholic school, kind of all boys, which I loved. Mm -hmm. Um, But since I got to college, at first I thought I would, like, be like, oh, this is going to be easy. I'll I'll be ready for that. Like, I'm just going to go and like have a bunch of fun, make new friends and do school. And it'll be fun. And I've, I always wanted to go to Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was exciting. Do you have family? Uh, yes, went? both my parents. Oh, that's Look so you. sweet. They met here, though? They did. I love a Notre Dame love story. Yeah. I'm trying to have. Ladies out there. You're so. <laughs> getting, I guess, getting more to the point. Um, yeah, like the past couple years, like I've gone through ups and downs. Like freshman year was awesome. Like made a good group of friends. And then sophomore year, not as good. Um, and so I would say last year for sure like last year for sure. Um I kinda spent a lot of time like on my own, like thinking about why I'm here mm-hmm. and like how I can do things differently. Because I would kind of, like, get upset. Like, it wasn't, like, the best year ever. Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of thinking, like, why am I here? Like, I could go somewhere else with different people. And I thought it would be better. Right. And um, so I prayed a lot. And I, like, read my Bible and got closer to God. And that's then helped me become, like, a more confident person. And, like, realize, like, his plan and why I should stay here. And then this Aww. this year, I uh, moved dorms, which was a great decision, and I love it. And I Aww, that's awesome. Wouldn't that's great. Uh, trade it for anything else. Yeah. So, I guess you guys are making fun of me for being a narc. <laughs> I was not. <clears throat> no, maybe. I want to say that we are not making fun. No, it's cool. You're just I'm poking, not making. Fun you're of poking you. fun. We're poking fun. No, it's cool. But. I I have so much respect for every student here. 
athlete or not because they got here. I cannot here. believe like the intelligence of my roommates. Insane. Insanity. The, the intelligence of my roommates is. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> that's that's negative. That's the positive podcast. Um, no, like I said, not making fun of. I respect because they are just as hardworking in what they do. So my question is: um, Have you guys thought of what it would be like to be here and not be an athlete? Wow. Yeah. No, I've never thought of that. <laughs> no, I've never thought of that. What if you like woke but, up in the morning? Yeah. And no track, no football. Right. You just we're going to school here for two more years. Um would you feel like you would I still are be missing here? a piece of your identity? Would you still be here? I, I would say before yes, now no. Like if football was gone today. You love ball that much? I love football, <laughs> but I don't think my identity would be gone. Mm. Um, so, so you would stay here? Mm-hmm. Good. And I, I think I would make the most, like Notre Dame, but it's Notre Dame specifically. See, if I was at another college, I don't know. True. Like if I was at a Alabama and, I, and I'm not playing football, I don't, I don't know. Notice <laughs> the Alabama. But Notre Dame is just a, like, it, it sets you up forever like if you use it right depending on how you use it right and like you make you make the right connections um like you like this for example we have a podcast and we're just students coming together and deciding to have an idea right try to help other students right and i I don't know if every university has that opportunity um yeah and uh, that's why i would continue to stay at at notre dame Mm -hmm. so what do you think like would be the biggest change then if you were not playing football hmm. i'd probably have more time to focus on the my major side of things because I'm, I'm majoring in ftt so film television and theater and yep. i, I want to go in the sports sports broadcasting world so yeah. i would probably spend more time on finding those connections yep. uh yeah. seeing where i'm gonna go after college or even internships during it mm-hmm. right Greece. so if i woke up and there was no more track and field I feel like that'd be really tough for me. One, because I feel like track and field has always given me this type of confidence that I feel like I can't really get anywhere else, get anywhere else with like just my ability, just feeling strong and just good at something and just winning. I just love winning. Something about like, a good win, Literally, right? Four-time state champion loves winning. <laughs> you should have said that. I wasn't trying to flex. I was just trying to give you guys a little background of why, you know, people might be talking in high school about my track life. But it's honestly, it's all right. Never mind. Never mind. No. Nope, okay. Nope. Um, I like the competitiveness. Thank you. Thank you. But you would lose if we oh. played any cornhole ping pong basketball interesting it's a heads up. okay um like i said you know i forget what i said what was your that identity saying? you said it'd be tough it would be tough it would be hard because i actually have dreams of being pro which is very difficult in the sport of track but i don't ever want to give up on them i'm gonna try the best of my ability so i came here one for that reason because there were athletes going that direction that i really love and and were really inspired by and so I wanted to be under the coaching staff of um, those athletes. Um, and so 
I think that I definitely have like a fallback plan B. Like I want to be a psychologist. I think something like this. So I've definitely thought about, okay, you know, it's really hard to do that. So I would definitely see myself as like, hopefully just like a giving person, you know, just more time with like friends and family. Doing some, doing something for people. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think I'd definitely be doing more research in psychology if I weren't an athlete. And really taking time to like get into more sciencey things. But I, I kind of just get through things, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But no, it would be tough for me because track has just given me like a confidence and self-worth that I will see that I'm very, very fearful of losing true when i go out in the real world but you know there's other ways to to get that so would you guys say that like being an athlete and track and football for you guys takes up most of your time (laughs) (laughs) um a hundred yes that was a quick response (laughs) thankfully yeah blessed but yes, yes, yes. 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 <laughs> I was I was expecting yes would be the answer. Yeah, no, honestly, I think of Notre Dame, the first thing I think of is track. Like, like, yeah. It's not being a student, which is so, I'm definitely an athlete student. Uh, coach, athlete student. coach Z, please don't listen to this because <laughs> he always tells us to do our work first, which I do. <laughs> but I think about track a lot. So My body, at... what I'm eating, how much sleep I'm getting. All it is, oh, practice in the morning. I got to make sure I go to bed. I can't do this homework. I got to go to bed. <laughs> unless, unless it's two or something, but. Where's, so where I was going to go, I guess. The question was yeah. Like, where he was going. Um, what? Where he was going yeah. with the question. Oh, that guy. Sorry. Yeah, no, sorry. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So what is like, obviously it takes up the most of your time. So is there anything that you feel like you're missing out on while oh, you're here? That's such a good question. That. I, you obviously don't get to do I because you're just doing nothing. <laughs> I got some ready for him. I got some ready for him after. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay, good. Good, good, good. But this is a great question. This is a really awesome question. Because it's kind of like, uh, I always wonder if student athletes have like FOMO. Oh my gosh, all the time, actually. Okay. You go first, Isaiah. Um. Yes. Yes and no. Um, I think... Having friends that aren't athletes and you seeing them all get together and hang out and you're not able to because you have practice or you're not able to stay up as late as them because you have a lift the next morning or, um, you know, it's constantly busy. I mean, sometimes, I think when I first got here, that was definitely having um, FOMO, fear of missing out for those who don't know what that is. But, um, yeah, when I freshman year, I definitely had it. Like, like I wanted, anytime I had the chance to go out, I would. Just because I was like, okay, I don't want to miss out on anything. But then when I finally did go out, it's like, okay, I'm not really You're missing. Not I'm missing not really anything, missing out actually. on anything. And I still have those times where I hang out with my my friends. And um, so I, like now I don't have that fear, um, really. I mean, there's occasional times where I'm like, okay, I wish I could go to travel with them when they go to Florida on jet skis or something like that, and I have to stay in practice. Yeah. But uh, I also realize there's a lot of opportunities. Um, making friends and spending time with the guys on the team as well, which is a blessing. You guys got fall break right. this year, though, for a little bit, right? Yeah. Like half? And didn't you not last year? Four days. You got like a bye, bye week? Yeah, we had a bye week. That's, that's why. Perfect. Yeah. And you didn't last year, though, right? I don't remember. I don't recall. Because I remember 
I remember coming back early for for another game after. We probably we might have had another game. Yeah, I think we did have a game on during. Yeah, you're right. We did. He knows it more than you do. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's, he's lazy. I'm a fan. I like it though. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, Isaiah, totally agree. Um, but I have realized that there's opportunities that athletes have that they don't have. So they also have FOMO on, on our side. But yes, I, so my random roommates are who I live with now. And then we have like another group of girls in the dorm and they hang out a lot. And there's a lot of times where I cannot hang out. And then hearing about like things that happened while you were gone, when they're all (laughs) laughing about it and doing the inside jokes, like, oh, I wasn't there. Or looking at the group chat and seeing all the pictures. Yeah. It's like, wow. But then I'm like, you know what? It's okay. It's okay because, you know, I have my own, like, athlete friends. And this is so funny because my mom and I, I was actually talking to her, um, like, on my birthday the other day. Happy late birthday. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Happy and birthday. I was, like, telling her about how I, I'm trying to balance both lives of, like, my athlete friends and and my NARP friends, because it's hard to mix them. And it was like the tailgates. Isaiah, you probably don't really know much about the tailgates. Nope. Um, but there was like a tailgate with a bunch of athletes, and then there was my roommate's tailgate. And I was like going in between back and forth. And like my mom just said, the most important thing is, is wherever you are, just enjoy the people that you're with and don't think that your other friends or the other group is having a better time or you would be having a better time if you were over there. It's just so true. It's just be be who you're with. If it's actually genuinely a terrible time and you need to leave, <laughs> you can get out of there. But just like, just be, enjoy who you're with. Right? Be where you are. Be where you yeah. are. Be where your feet are. Yeah, which is so important. But yes, FOMO definitely comes with it, and I think over time it gets better. Yep. Once you realize things aren't actually as fun as media seems to be. Yeah. Like you're only seeing half the story, anyways. Well, yeah. social media is a combination of everything that is good. Mm-hmm. in the world right no, nobody like right posts nobody like posts on their i mean i guess maybe they'll a post on like people. their private story or something <laughs> but no one posts a picture like of them and they're like today was the worst day ever you know? <laughs> like nobody does that. no nobody yeah no that. i'm not really posting instagram pics of me crying no, i'm not not that type of person all right Isaiah, you said you had a question i have a question for you yep yay okay I don't want to spiral back at all, but I'm going to spiral back. Let's spiral back. So with the whole identity thing, Jimmy, yes. did you have, like, when you played sports in high school, was that where your identity was? Um, hmm, that's tough. And if so, hold on. And if so, how did you go about changing it into college? I would I, say it was more so, like, yes and no. I didn't really think about it. Like, I guess I didn't really feel like, oh, like I had a terrible game, like, and just like shut down or like get like super pressured. Um, I just like really enjoyed like playing. Um, But when I switched to rowing uh, and started rowing junior and senior year of high school, it just took up a lot of my time. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't necessarily where my mind was always at, but it was where. I felt like I was always at because like we would have practices uh, 5.15 in the morning before school. So when I came home from school, it was like, because we were the only team that practiced in the morning at school. And 
So I would come home from school. No practice I, after school? Uh, It kind of varied. Okay. It was like we would have usually mornings three days a week, afternoons two. Gotcha. But, um, and so it felt like I would get home from school the day before I had a morning practice, and I was like, oh, like, I got to go to bed at like 9.30 <laughs> tonight. And so I guess I felt like I was always – thinking about it but I wasn't actually always thinking about it right. because I had goals outside of it too that I also knew I had to focus on like mm-hmm. going here right and so you're probably a really great student congrats on that by the way yeah now uh I guess one thing I didn't I haven't really talked about is I was I was actually gateway my freshman year oh that's cool so I when I applied to Notre Dame for the listeners who don't know which uh, I didn't know when I applied that it was even an option. Yeah. And so what, the letters were coming back and everything. And I um, like opened the letter on my phone or something, and I was like, oh, I didn't get in. Because it didn't have like big welcome thing. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I didn't get in, and I was like pretty upset. And then like I was just kind of looking at it. Like, <laughs> Kept and reading. it said, like, we want to offer you a spot to the Notre Dame Holy Cross Gateway program. So I was like, I had no idea what that is. And I was yeah. like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. I, I kind of just figured it was like a thing that they had just like threw yeah. out there if you really wanted to come. And so I went upstairs to my room and like talked to my friends, like telling them that I didn't get in. Oh. And like they were, they all like felt bad because they knew I wanted to go. My pa- my dad comes upstairs and he's like, hey, like I was, I was looking at this, like, I feel like this would be something that's cool. And so basically, I, your freshman year, you live at Holy Cross. And it's like a group of 100 or so. And you just have to meet a certain GPA. And then you get a guaranteed transfer over to Notre Dame. I oh. did it. Met a great group of people. Right. Um, that's got to be so gritty. And like the guys you meet through Gateway, like you guys have to be pretty tight because you're going through yeah. similar situations. Yeah, very tight. Um, one thing I noticed too is there are more people that are that are in that that are like me like mm-hmm. just um kind of like for me there's like school and then there's outside of school right like i try and create as much of a balance to do other things and not just constantly be like thinking about school mm-hmm. constantly studying because i don't want school to become my identity because i, I feel like that's a big thing yeah for a lot of students mm-hmm. here in particular um and i don't want that because i don't want to just like live here and just to like be doing school like i want to make memories and enjoy making connections my time make friends connections it's all about exactly um yeah so i guess i kind of got set back a little bit from the typical notre dame student for a year but, but i'm happy are you still friends with the guys that yeah. you met in gateway yeah i am i live with two of them right now so. oh that's awesome that is awesome yeah look at that that's great. They're great. Shout out. That was my question. Yeah. For Jimmy. Good question, Isaiah. Thank you. That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> that was a great question. Um, what was I going to say? I had, like, you said something that made me think of something. Um, something that made you think of something? Oh, yeah, I got it. All right. So you said that it took up a lot of your time. Um, just like us being athletes in our sports take up a lot a lot of our time and yes. our thoughts yes. a lot a lot and 
it made me think about something that I read um, when I was preparing for this podcast because I want to make sure I had all my information right. And if we think about growing up in a sport, it's kind of like having a relationship with it in a way. It's probably like for me, it's the longest relationship I've had besides like my family. Right. So it's like this sport track is so connected to me. And it's like when it comes to an end, it's going to be so hard. It's going to be like a breakup. Yeah. Like in a way. Right. Years. Ten years. It's been I'm 20. I started in fourth grade. Yeah. So like 10 years. Ten years. So it's like. That's a whole, that's a really, like, it's, it's basically a relationship. So it's like the second longest relationship that I've had with, like, my family, you know? Um, I don't know if that made sense. No, that did, makes sense. Did, yeah. Yeah. yeah no, no, it's like, it's, it's like a breakup with it. And then it's like a breakup with your identity in a way. And I'm so scared. And I think a lot of people can relate to that, hopefully. Mm-hmm. But so my brother actually, he was an athlete. And, his identity quickly turned into being like a medical sales guy. And it was really tough for him at first, but I've seen him like transition and grow. And it's been really inspiring and admiring. Cause now he puts a lot of hard work, like things that he learned in football into the job that he has now. Um, yeah. And I actually asked him, I said, well, do you have any advice for our listeners? Because I'm sure like, you know, coming from like an experienced person who's had to deal with identity changes and, you know, performance wise too. Yeah. And he said, just enjoy the years you have. Just enjoy it more. Like, no pressure, right? Um, what else did he say? Did I go off topic? No, 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 you're on topic. I would actually, so when I was in, like, going, like tagging on to what you were just talking about. Yeah. With, like, that long relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, so I played football since I was, like, in first grade. But I played flag football before Aww. I played tackle. And in my first tackle football game, first, my mom let me play. She's a nurse, so she waited a little bit. I was in sixth grade in my first tackle football game. In my first play in tackle football, I break my arm. Oh, wow. First play, first, first, play. first game. First play, first game. Did you get lit up? I, uh, what? Little, I, I don't know. I don't, we don't want to talk about it. But I broke my arm. Should we role play? And, no, we don't. Okay. <laughs> play, the, play the clip. <laughs> but So what was funny, it's not really funny, but it was interesting was that when I broke my arm, I was always really, like, I got good grades. Um, my mom was really a stickler on that. Aww. And it, um, it wasn't like I I was trying to get bad grades, but I wasn't, like, it just, when I didn't have football, when I, my arm was broken and I couldn't practice, I didn't have really? that same routine, like, my grades, my grades started dropping and slipping. And I didn't, it wasn't like I wasn't trying. Right. It just started, like, it didn't, my it life didn't feel right. Habits. It didn't feel right. Like, there was no training. There was no any, like, it just, something was off. Yeah. And so when you're talking about like that breakup, it almost felt like if a girl came and said, let's take a break. <laughs> like, let's, let's, I need some space. That's what it, like, it kind of was that. That's kind of what it was. It was kind of like, I need some space. And it's like, the whole world like, starts what? falling like, apart. What am I supposed to do? Yeah. I, it was like football was almost, I would say, first it was a love. therapy. For my first love and my, like a therapy for me. All your first love. Like, it was like where I could escape from like the real world and just enjoy something I, love that's so true you know like there's yeah. no other you don't have to worry about homework you don't have to worry about what people will see you as it's something like in football you see a ball you know the objective right go have fun go get it and i i think like that was actually a cool analogy the relationship one yeah um 
And I, I think for I think that why it's not as hard for me to move away from football now is because I know I'm not really moving away from it because I want to go into like that sports Lord. broadcasting world. So I know I still have football. Yeah. But if I didn't have that, I don't know. Maybe my answer would be different. Yeah. You know, like. Right. It's like whatever I do, I just like mm-hmm. you guys are talking about, like be where you are and be good. I, I like I think that's the most important thing. Like try to be good to people. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I think um, also like I am or a big part of my like identity as a person is like always if you love something like do it, you know, and I think Mm -hmm. that like for me doing like this type of stuff, like podcasts and like I watch like so much sports like it's unhealthy how much how much much sports all sports or football pretty much every every sport pretty much even track uh no (laughs) (laughs) wow so i'm not a sports i'll watch i'll watch like uh in the olympics just kidding i'm playing i don't even watch track jimmy i only Uh, watch my own film and like and she speeds it up (laughs) so so you look faster and i uh I have noticed, at least since I got to college, like, people are like, what do you want to do when you grow up? And I tell them that I want to, like, work in sports media, work in the sports world, and, like, keep doing what I'm passionate about. And, like, I've had people tell me, like, that's not where the money is. I'm like, I don't care where the mm-hmm. money is. Like, yeah. Right. Like, like, if it's something you love and something you care about, like, keep doing it. The money will come. Happiness, right? Yeah. Follow your dreams. And not. I feel like that kind of like aided me for a while, and like I felt like, oh, like, yeah, why does no one like respect what I want to do? Like, right. just because I don't want to go do like what the world tells you. Yeah, banking. You know, I think it's especially hard here too. Yeah, to be around people mm-hmm. like that because everybody here is doing very difficult studies, but like, what to say ours isn't as difficult, but. Especially here, yeah, no, because I'll even get, like, made fun of. I'm also FTT major psychology. Yeah, I was about to talk to you. And, like, my friends, engineer. It's FTT? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Engineer, um, well, which I respect, and I will hype them up. Props to them. All the time. Um, business analytics and pre-med. Yeah. And they're doing all these things. And I'm like, oh, I'm FTT. And it's like, you're basically, it's like you're lowered. You're lowered yeah. a little bit, but it's like. I've got to do SIBC. I had yes. a, like I had a family member one time when I was like, um, oh no! They, they asked me like, what am I studying? And I said, um, FTT, film, television, theater. Like, is that a real major? I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, like if you go to like Syracuse, like that's what everyone wants to do. I, feel like. I know it's, it's Notre Dame is a yeah. little bit. And my buddy goes, Notre Dame is like I don't even I did not know they offered it until I really like looked into it really. Yeah. I, Coming was, from that side of sports, it's like, I just want to come here to, tra- to run track. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, okay, what are my options here? Yeah. And it's just like crazy. I like, I'm in some classes that are like not for like my double major, I guess. And I'm like not as interested. I guess that was more in the past because it was more like gen ed stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I would just find myself like, oh, I have to do like philosophy, say. <laughs> and like, I would just like, could not stand doing it but then when i'm writing a, an essay for like last year i took um a sports and television class and it's yeah like awesome and so got into it yeah and i just like 
can't stand when people are like, oh, like, like no money. That's not like there's no money there. That's not. Um, yeah, it's like it's what I love to do. That it makes is. me happy. That's, that's not going to important. That's not going to like get you rich. Like not everything's about money. And right. I know half the people who are doing the stuff they're doing like Do don't well? actually like it. Oh. Facts. I feel like. I feel like. Don't actually like it. Yeah. Doing it. Like people that are successful aren't necessarily uh, happy. Yeah, they're not necessarily happy in what they're doing. They're yeah. just doing it because they're successful. Right. Like, Absolutely. I, you know, I had my friends tell me like, like my roommate told me the other day, he's like, yeah, I want to do the. I want to do the smack minor. Like, I'm going to apply for it because I just can't stand these classes that I'm taking. Oh, so it's like a way out. It's like a it's like a way because he's really interested into, like, the same stuff I'm in. Oh, okay, so he is interested. In and he's like, yeah, I want to do the smack minor so I can take, like, classes that, like, I really enjoy. Oh, okay. On top of doing my major. Right. And that might be where your strengths are, right? Like, right. Th- that might be what mm-hmm. God's gifted us. Exactly. Like, yeah. Like, I'm, not, like, I'm not going to be a... Right. Aerospace engineer. That's for some of the other students here, and props to them. Right. No diss to them at all. Exactly. But I'm not one of them. I know an aerospace <laughs> engineer. If you're listening, hey girl. <laughs> Shout out to her. Yeah, she's that stuff seems no. so hard. Congratulations to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, going into that with like money and identity and your job, I recently had a conversation with my coach's wife. Uh, she's awesome, by the way. She does like Bible study and all that amazing things. Shout out. Um, shout out, girl. Shout out. Um, and she opened up one of our rival studies like, okay, so you know Coach Z, which is our track coach. She was like, do you guys even know what college you went to? Do you know what he majored in? And we all look at each other and we're like, wait, no. But do we see, like, but we see Coach Z as this kind, generous, gentle coach and this person and, like, so sweet and wholesome and, like, good at what he does yeah. we don't see him as like where where he came from what's his what his job is and what he did in track and whatnot we look at him as how he treats us mm-hmm. and how he coaches and how he handles things mm-hmm. yeah exactly. and so that's like a big thing so it's like again like identity yeah and that i don't know if that was related and i'm gonna it was. always like probably doubt myself on this podcast no you're good but, you're doing great but yeah no i do i need to work on that i need to work on that hopefully it'll go better i, I think another thing at notre dame that like i think in high school transitioning is that people realize like the gpa yes like, like that's not your identity either like it doesn't determine if you're smart or intelligent if you have a high gpa or low gpa mm-hmm. um obviously you're striving to have that high gpa but right I, I feel, helps yeah right like, it's not all about that. It's, no, definitely it's definitely not. not especially i think in college i think it's a lot different i think it's a lot it matters a lot more in high school when you're trying to get into these colleges mm-hmm. but right. in college it's like are you learning are you adapting mm-hmm. i mean right you're, you're doing work and like get like you're working for school but you're also like learning how to live right that's yeah exactly like you're, you're learning for that job that you want to like again like not being in college your identity is not your schoolwork yeah obviously it's a big part of how you're right. going to get that degree but you also need to I'm thinking about like I'm here, like I need to make the most of it, and yep. like right. everything like that. Let's still get good grades. Outside of I wasn't saying don't get good grades. Yeah, get good grades. <laughs> yes, grades are important, but it's not <laughs> the end all be all. This is terrible, but I live by this motto: C's get degrees. <laughs> Say that. I've heard that. Uh, my mother, she praises that to me daily because she knows, you know, Notre Dame's pretty hard. I'm not yeah. saying I'm not a good student, but no, it is hard. I like I said, I've been. 
athlete student. <laughs> athlete student. And so C's gets Grease. My advisor, if you're listening, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Isaiah, are you an athlete student? Um, no. I'm going to say no for, for the safe answer. Just in case, you know. Your mom's going to be. Exactly. That's my, um, that's my safe answer. Love you, Ma. Love you, Ma. <laughs> but... My mom's going to be mad. But, um. Something's <laughs> flashing in our. That's my mom. Yeah, we were wrong. She heard you. She will follow. <laughs> All right. <Are> dead? <laughs> well, I think. I think that was too much. I was okay. I think uh, that was a good conversation and a great first episode. Thanks. Um, Appreciate you guys Wait, tuning in. Do we have like final notes? Yeah. Final notes and a prayer. Final notes right? and a prayer. Okay. Final notes. Final notes. I just want to say um, it's it's difficult being an athlete, being whatever your identity is and the stresses and on the performance and like doing good and bad. Mm-hmm. Um, like that just does not define you. And I think if you're struggling with that, it comes with time when you realize you know, where you are and the people around you and valuing that and just realizing that, um, and I'm no expert cause I still get, you know, have trouble with this. Um, just it's not, it's not what you do. It's who you are. And I'm more than an athlete. And I constantly remind myself that every day. So it's just a good reminder and thanks so much for tuning in. And I hope you guys enjoy it. Absolutely. Yeah, no, <clears throat> it's a pleasure. I'm excited for like what's to come. Uh, you know, it's, it's so pop. Actually, it's awesome. It's it's yeah. a nice platform that we're all trying to mm-hmm. building our own platform. Right, that's what right. it's all about with with good people. Mm-hmm. And um, excited to have future guests on here too. Yes, if you're an athlete, and you know us. Reach out. Call <laughs> us. Set something up. Call us. You know. <laughs> Call us. But yeah, right. Jimmy. I've got that. You guys covered it all. Oh, do you want to do the final? You got the yeah, time. okay. Um, dear Lord, thank you for this opportunity. Um, thank you for our listeners. I pray for all those that are struggling with finding their identity, stressing about their identity, or feel like they have just one identity. I pray that you remind us daily that we are more than an athlete, more than what we think we are. Um, your child and that we pray that we are able to raise each other up and not tear each other down um thank you lord amen 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 thank you guys for tuning in to the first of many golden ticket episodes Woo! let's go and we'll talk to you guys in the next one peace peace oh. <laughs>